Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So um, I hope everyone's had a good week and I hope that everyone is, um, you know, really kind of thinking about some of the things that we've discussed about empathy. And as we move into um, the idea of the actual management of empathy, and if you have questions, comments, or concerns, if you are watching the premiere of the YouTube episode, I am in the chat room live. So uh, if you like, you can log into the chat room during the premiere of the episode, and you can ask me questions. And if you are watching this after the premiere, then please leave your questions as comments. And, and here we have Luna. See, once I start, she has got to get involved. So, um, as I was saying, if you want to ask me questions, please leave them in the comments. And for those of you who are listening in on Healing House Radio, then please leave in the comments as well. So, uh, let's look at empathy. And as we talked about empathy, consider looking at empathy as not just about emotions. Empathy is about an ability to resonate with frequencies outside of yourself. And that resonance creates a harmonic that allows you to experience that energy on a personal level. Now, as most people kind of look at the idea of emotions, well, that's one of the main ways that we transmit energy between each other. And so it is the easiest way to connect. And I think that's why empathy got sort of put into the idea of being just about emotions. It's not just about emotions. So um, keep that in mind. So looking at it as something that is about resonating at Luna. Seriously. So the idea that first off, whether or not you create resonance with something is a matter of choice. And you can shift your empathy into a place of choice by just recognizing that it's not just about what you receive in. It's not just about what's transmitted. It is about what is there and what you want to do with it. It's uh, sort of like, you know, walking through a room with a bunch of different radios. Like if, you know, you've gone to like, you know, electronic stores or department stores, the audio sections, and, you know, they'll have different radios playing or different, you know, music playing on different systems. Well, you can decide if you want to walk up to one and listen to one in particular, or you can decide that, you know, well, maybe you don't want to listen to it. So the idea of choosing what it is that you want to listen to and pay attention to and what you don't want to listen to and pay attention to, that is a part of managing empathy. It's about deciding whether or not first, whether or not empathy is needed in that moment. And that is actually a very big, big question. Some people feel that by connecting in that way, connecting with empathy, it allows them not so much an advantage, well, for some it's an advantage, but an ability to feel comfort with that person. 
Um, it is, it, it, it does affect them, it, you know, when you're transmitting and, you know, we're going to be talking a lot about transmitting empathy, but the idea that you can be able to say, oh, okay, um, you know, I'm in this situation. Will sympathy be enough? Will compassion be enough? What is the purpose of my connecting? What is the purpose of my creating a resonance with this person? Now, any of you who are energetic healers, this concept will really kind of, you know, sound familiar because of the fact that, you know, as an energetic healer, when you walk into a room, you don't just start sending out your energy. You know, you activate it, whether it's um, Reiki or whether it's, you know, any other form of energetic healing, laying on of hands, quantum touch. There is that moment of initiation when it's activated. Now, empathy and or resonance can be treated in the exact same way. If you walk into an environment, it's not necessarily needed for you to resonate with anyone. And in some cases, empaths will create that resonance automatically just because it feels normal. It, it feels strange. And when you first start, you know, shutting it off, it will feel strange and it will feel uncomfortable because that is not what you're used to. You're used to just feeling and having it be open. And it doesn't need to be. There are times, yes, when empathy is needed, when the ability to resonate at the frequency of someone or something will come in handy. But it's not required in our day-to-day -day lives. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with talking about empathy management and the ability to, bye Luna, the ability to um, turn it off by utilizing the natural world. And one of the great things about empathy that, you know, for me specifically, is because I have a very strong connection to the natural world. And choosing to resonate with that and to create a harmony with that when I'm when I'm walking through the woods, I live in the woods. I every day I, I walk through the woods and I hear the river and and you know it's the, you know, the wind going through the trees and the critters moving through the brush, all of that, you know, I do, I experience every single day and I'm very, very lucky to be able to do that. Now, does that mean you have to move to the mountains? Well, it would be cool, but maybe that's not your thing. You don't have to be surrounded by it in order to be able to resonate with it. You can, you can do the same at a park. You can do the same at, um, the beach. So, if you want to be able to start kind of getting a handle on it, my best suggestion is to go through the natural world. It is to engage with the neutral ground that is nature and earth. And, you know, in some ways, you know, I've, I've talked in other videos about earth magic. The key to earth magic is to be able to create a resonance with the natural world around you, whether it's the trees or the stones or the water or air, whatever it is, you can create a resonance with it, including, you know, animals and creatures and things like that, and especially plants. So 
first thing is to figure out what aspect of nature you resonate most with. Now, generally, and especially empaths, will resonate with different parts of nature in different ways. So the idea that you can um, be in a particular area or a particular type of environment, you know, whether it's the mountaintops, the valleys, the desert, the, you know, the beach, the woods, wherever you feel comfortable, you know, think of which one of those environments allow you to feel, you know, just more yourself, allow you to just kind of go into that very gentle place of being at peace. The biggest part of establishing resonance with anything else is the ability to override the concept of self versus non-self. And, you know, this is instinctive. This is in our, you know, that's a part of our body's defenses. You know, our immune system works based on the idea of if it is self, it's okay. If it's non-self, then it's something that has to be dealt with. So the idea that we can create kind of a conscious concept of self versus non-self and then suppress it to allow more of a flow between self and not self where that boundary gets a little bit hazy because it's in that place where that boundary gets a little bit hazy that we're able to create that connection. We're getting out of our heads, you know, and getting into our spirit and getting into our abilities. We're able to, you know, the fact that I can go up and, you know, just, I can place my hand on a tree and I can feel that sense of connection where, you know, I lose track of where my hand ends and the tree begins. And when you can reach that level, when you can reach that place, what that does is it allows you to go into the energetic field of that, whatever it is. Uh, I often do it with stones because stones, and, and most of the time when I teach, I encourage students to start off with stones, especially river stones, because by matching the resonance of a river stone or quite literally seeing what it feels, what would it feel like to be a river stone? It would be still, it would be quiet. Everything flows past, everything flows around. And I was working with someone and when I started to kind of explain it and, you know, he began to visualize it, he could actually feel the energy moving around him. Now, maybe, you know, you don't resonate mostly with stones. Maybe you resonate with water. In that case, I would say get definitely near some water. Um, if you can get near the ocean, if you can get by a river or a lake or, you know, or, or watch the rain. Sit and listen to the rain. You know, you can listen to, um, they have like, you know, tapes and things of, you know, and recordings where you can just sit and listen to rain. And if you resonate with water and if that's your grounding place, you can just listen to that and everything else goes away. Everything else but the sound of the rain or, you know, the water, you can, you know, place yourself into water. You can soak in a tub. You can get into a shower. See, connecting with water is really, really very helpful because there's lots of ways to do it. Uh, even drinking water can be grounding. And once you go into that place of grounding, you detach from empathy. 
because everything is about that grounded place, that grounded centered place. If you ground with fire or if, if that's where you go and you feel, you know, that sense of, of detachment from everything else. And anybody who has sat on, you know, a warm night and, you know, and watched a, a fireplace or maybe been out camping and looked at the fire pit and, you know, you see images in it and, and it's almost hypnotic. You focus on that, whatever you can bring your focus entirely into and separate separate from everything around because whatever it is, I mean, you know, if it's the air and, you know, you just, you can listen to, uh, tapes or, or like, um, soundtracks of wind blowing, you know, you can look up everything. So the idea that you can be able to, uh, connect with that, go out on a windy day and just let the wind blow past you and let it blow through your hair and, you know, and listen to the sound of the wind moving through the trees. You know, these are the types of things that you can be able to connect to if that's what helps you to ground. So the first step is to find, figure out what grounds you and then you immerse yourself in it. You bring your full consciousness and focus on that to the exclusion of everything else. And what that does is it brings your awareness right in to, you know, one spot. Oh, goodness sakes. It brings your awareness into that one place. And then what you can do is just stay there and sit there, focus on nothing else. And you find that you detach from everything around you. Now, this takes a lot of practice. And so, you know, I want everyone to just kind of start off basic. It's about grounding, finding that grounding place. And it's also about um, finding that isolation and detachment from everything around you. Now, sometimes you can also do that with your pets. You can, you know, I mean, anybody who has sat and listened to a cat purr, you know, it's like if you you know, and of course you can, you know, look up videos and it'll just be the sound of cats purring. Uh, you can fall into a sort of, you know, a rhythm with that. And if that's a sound that creates, you know, a very soothing feeling, if you own a cat, just pull it up and cuddle it. And, you know, once it starts purring, just be in that place of the purr. Just let that fill you. And if you completely pay attention to that, then you'll notice that everything else fades into the background. So, cause when you're starting to learn to manage empathy and when you're starting to learn how to control when you use it and when you don't, it's important to remember that it's about your conscious choice. You have to choose this. And after a while it becomes second nature at this point, I only activate my empathy or my resonance when I need it, when I choose to use it. It's not something that is on all the time because frankly, it's not needed all the time. So keep in mind, this isn't about making your abilities less. In fact, the more you learn to make them conscious, the more that you will be able to, um, to access them, you will be able to fine tune them, which will actually make them more intense, 
more accessible to you and allow you to be able to heighten them because what we're going to talk about later, you know, as, as we move through it, the idea of intensifying that feeling, intensifying the empathy, because once you decide, you know, it's like, okay, do I need it or do I not need it? If you decide in that situation, yeah, I do need empathy or to resonate with something, then you decide at what level do you need it at this level or do you need it at this level? So the idea that you can gauge what it is you need and then how much you need. And by that, you can really, you know, you can bring it up and intensify. You can make it into a broader area. You can focus on one person or one, you know, one energetic field, or you can expand it to a whole room, to whatever it is that you want. So first and foremost, how do you ground? Make that your doorway. Go to the natural world. Go to, you know, the plants and the trees and the stones and the river and the fire and the air. Connect through that because the best thing about nature is that it is impartial. It is neutral. It does not have attachments. And that neutrality, that detachment is exactly what you need to learn. And if you allow it, nature can teach it to you. So thank you for joining me and, you know, do some of those works on your own. Find out what grounds you and then immerse yourself in it. And then what you'll notice is the more you do that, the more comfortable you'll get with feeling that sense of shutting off the empathy and just being still and just being you. If you have any questions, like I said, put them in the comments and I will address them in the next video. And also, if you uh, like this video and you like what we're talking about, please like the video and you can always subscribe. Uh, we're working on building up to my first hundred subscribers. And once I reach that, I can get a custom URL. So I'm hoping to be able to do that. So if you can subscribe to the channel, that would really help me out and it'll help the channel grow. And if you would like to support me on a higher level, you can uh, go to the link for my Patreon account and become a subscriber for as little as $2 a month, which will help me with equipment and editing and software and all kinds of stuff, because I really want to make this so much better and so much more. So, um, oh, and if you subscribe, make sure you hit the bell to receive notifications. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, I invite you to check out the YouTube page so you can add a face to the voice. So, thank you for joining me. And, as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and take care.